Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, good morning. Sipo, refreshing morning, Jumbo Africa to our listeners. Obviously, the focus, of course, in civilian, we are on, on Sudan. 56 people at least killed in Sudan. Who's actually fighting? Stephen, actually, there is a leading question that who is who in this battle? Remember that we are talking about the Sudan Armed Forces under the leadership of General Abdel Fattah al-Buran and the powerful rapid support forces led by Mohammed Hamdan Dagalu. So what has happened on Saturday, Stephen, it is that there's been a tension around the paramilitarists and the government since 2019, but the main trigger was in 2022, if one can recall, if you recall the 2022 transition deal, where there was supposed to be a military integration of the rapid support forces within the Sudan military forces. Now, if one looks at this challenge, you have more than 100,000 military forces that have to be integrated. And now with this attempted coup of Saturday, as it has been said, and yesterday, it has pushed both forces to choose one another for the violence. And as you have said, that there are many casualties, many people have died so far, and the AU also see that is sending its uh, chief executive officer, which we know, Musa Faki, to go to Khartoum uh, today, because this violence has already been on the international media. Like I said to you, it's a military a power contestation, Stephen, rather than political. Um, and Sudan was supposed to go to a civilian government, right? So, yes, I mean, correct. does that then now mean that all of that's off the table? These two units of the military, and I presume, I mean, some of the Western media are describing them as two generals. I don't think it's that simple. Um, this is all going to have to be sorted out. I mean, some people are worried that Sudan could collapse into a civil war again. No, correct, Stephen. Remember that the post-Bashir era, to our listeners, you know, since the fall of Bashir, and the rising of people like um, uh, uh, General uh, uh, Fatah al-Buran, General Hamdagu. And remember, even uh, uh, there was a prime minister that Sudan tried to bring in the attempted of civilian government, but that prime, minister, um, that prime minister, he did not last. The main issue that are pushing the Sudan crackdown is also the civilian society that is not happy with this military power, because the issue was also to have both the military and civilian sharing power towards elections since 2019 but what we see now is this crisis that has erupted in Khartoum and the neighboring areas of Khartoum provinces that are affected so this is a tension also like I said Steven, military integration also and the issues also about how do you go for the elections at the same time when you have people who are still in exile. Um, and then, is there anything the outside world can really do? I mean, for civilians, this is very difficult. Sudan, not a rich country. Is there much the African Union can do, do you think? Remember, the African Union have put them on the suspension, Stephen, but with the visit of uh, the the chairperson of the AU Commission will be going to Khartoum. Uh, as of yesterday, actually, there was a move that the Peace and Security Council met yesterday afternoon in Addis Ababa, and they said that it is important for the two generals in Sudan to protect civilians. Under international law, Stephen, we use the concept R2P, the responsibility to protect. And that lies also with the government of Sudan. It lies with the AU. So the AU will be going there, Stephen. But like I said to you, they don't have a voice in the AU Sudan. But it appears that Musafaki will intervene by all means under the guise of the Peace and Security Council. And remember, South Africa is a member of the Peace and Security Council. And the other story you're looking at this morning on our continent, Rwanda and Benin, military cooperation. 
Stephen Kagame meeting this Saturday with Benin counterpart uh, Patrice Talon and, and uh, promising him a military support on the spillover of the jihadist forces in the northern border of Ouagadougou and Benin. Remember that Rwanda has been active also in Mozambique. They have also been involved in CAR. Now it seems they are moving towards Benin, Togo, Ghana and Ivory Coast. So the meeting of minds between President Kagame and President Patrice Talon was all about securing what we call military cooperation, military agreements that will be signed. Because if one looks, Benin is also affected by the conflict in the Sahel region, but it appears that Rwanda will be uh, coming closer or will be gravitating towards assisting the Sahel region. So Paul Kagame is throwing his net SG to the continental conflict. Sipo Mantula, thank you very much indeed. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula at the Tabo Mbeki African School of Public and International Affairs.